Hello, everyone. This is Yamina, and this is the March edition, video edition of the Dr. GPCR newsletter. Today, I'm happy to have with me Dr. Oliver Hartley. He is Associate Professor at the University of Geneva and also VP of Drug Discovery at Orion Biotechnology, which is one of our partners in the ecosystem. Hi, Oliver. Hi, Yamina. Thanks very much for inviting me on for this uh, this different kind of uh, uh, news newscast. Thank you so much. I'm very excited to have you on today. And this is something new that we started out earlier this year. Last month, we had Anne-Marie Quinn, uh, CEO of Montana Molecular, also one of our partners. Um, and before we start, I want, just want to take a moment to, to thank all our ecosystem partners, uh, namely Domain Therapeutics, GPCR Therapeutics, Design Pharmaceuticals, Montana Molecular, and as well, Orion Biotechnology. All right, so let's dive in. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Let's dive into it and let's start with the news on your end. I know we've talked about it before we hit record. What is happening recently at Orion? Well, I guess what we're really excited about is our, our lead campaign, which is a CCR5 inhibitor coming off, which came off our platform, uh, heading towards uh, an oncology indication. And we're just uh, getting ready to uh, make an IND submission. So hopefully during the second half of uh, the second quarter of this year, that's very exciting. And then, um, as you know, the, the GPCR Discovery Summit, we, we presented some of our, our very nice uh, preclinical data on the CCR2 campaign in inflammation. And right now we're working on um, uh, deciding on the next models to go into to firm up that data. And then I can't really describe any, any details, but uh, in the lab, we've got some new discovery projects underway, which already had a great deal of traction since January. So good, good times at Orion right now. That's great. That's great. And I have to stop and mention that I really enjoyed your talk at the GPCR Surrogate Drug Discovery Summit so much that when you stop well, at the end of the talk, I told myself, what, that's it? I want to hear more. So uh, it was a really, really great talk. Well, you know what they say? They always say, try to leave the, the audience wanting more at the end of the show. So well, I'm you did. <laughs> you absolutely, you absolutely did. And I also want to mention that it was the first time that we actually interacted in person i was going to say the first time we met in person but that's not true because the first time we were in the same room was um a few years back when i was doing a postdoc in tom sackmar's lab who was also at the meeting uh, last month in in uh, in february and you were giving a presentation i think it was also on, on ccr5 at the time yes that's right. I remember it very well. And you told me in the podcast we did together that I was wearing a very uh, spectacular shirt at the time. Yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, we're talking now, but in my mind, I can still see you presenting. And that was a very interesting and spectacular shirt. And I thought, OK, well, this is this is a cool guy. He's doing really cool stuff. And he's also working on one of my favorite receptor families, which are chemokine receptors. And lo and behold, 10 years later, we, we ended up meeting in person and yeah. actually chatting. Yeah, and it was great as well. It was a real pleasure. And I must say, just about that that um, that summit as a whole, how nice it was to go and travel and meet people face-to-face, -face, because since the pandemic, we haven't done, done that very much. And the second thing which I thought was really, really, really nice uh, is that we we got to meet the scientists from what you do you could consider to be competing companies, Yeah. Um, but the atmosphere wasn't like that at all. It was really friendly. Uh, we were sharing. I, I like the way that the uh, summit was organized, that we had this kind of speed dating sessions. So you get a chance to talk to everybody. And I really liked the presentations from the other companies as well. So it was a really uh, fulfilling time, uh, both you know socially and, and scientifically at that meeting. 
I think so too. I think it was really, really well organized, well prepared. And same, I I can only echo that I really like the speed dating um, activity. I wish we would have had more than one. But yeah, it was a very friendly uh, meeting. A lot of companies were very forthcoming with their data, with their targets. And it was a very, very great first interaction. I think there aren't a lot of industry only or majoritarily industry meetings in person. COVID helped us, you know, go go on Zoom, but now uh, we're able to to meet in person. And this was a very nice, nice program. Can't wait to see what's coming up next year. Yeah, but yeah, really good. And, and you know, I'll just take the opportunity to say thanks again to the colleagues from the field for, for being so open and sharing about the science they're doing. It was really, really very yeah. inspiring for us. We enjoyed yeah. it a lot. A lot. Yeah, me too. I, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and it was, it was, honestly, it was, the, it was a GPCR. Three days field was just GPCRs, which is just what I love. Who could ask for more than that? You know, we, we, yes. we talk about it. We listen to the podcasts. We, we, yeah. <laughs> we've got the merchandise and we went to the meeting. Exactly. Exactly. And there's a cool meeting coming up as well in June. I don't know if you're attending the uh, Gordon Molecular Pharmacology uh, yes, I mean, luckily, luckily for, it's just in my backyard in Le Diabere, uh, which yes. is in the French-speaking part of Switzerland, not far from Geneva. And yeah. um, yes, I, I signed up for it early on because that's a meeting that quite quickly gets oversubscribed. So I, yes. I put my application in early and I'm happy to say I got it accepted. So I'm looking forward to that meeting. Great. And I will see you there. I will be. I've already booked my ticket. I'm I'm ready to go. Um, booked my accommodations as well, and I'll be both at the GRS the seminar, and also yeah. at the uh, at the GRC. Uh, we are supporting the GRS. I think this is our first Dr. GPCR sponsorship for a Gordon uh, Research Seminar, and also I'll be uh, leading a discussion at the at the GRC. I think I'm the last one in the program, which is going to be I think a fun mm-hmm. uh, fun way to end the meeting. So very excited about yeah, that. Yeah, the wrap up session. That'll be exactly. good. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I think it's going to be it's going to be very nice to see uh, some of the people more from academia as well uh, in yes. the community. Uh, so I'm yes. very much looking forward to that. It'll be great. Yeah. Is it the first I... time you've you been to Europe since the pandemic? Yes. Yes. I haven't been to Europe since 2012, which is a go. shame. But 2012, yeah. and I've. I don't think I've spent more than, you know, a couple of hours in Switzerland. So I think I'm going to I'm going to spend maybe 12 to 15 hours in Geneva before going on Saturday morning to the uh, to the meeting. It's going to be really fun. Great. Well, I, I checked and Europe hasn't changed all that much since you were last okay. there in, in 2012. <laughs> you know, geographically hasn't changed that much. That's good. And uh, Switzerland's, Switzerland's looking forward to welcoming you. Thank you. And I do speak French, so I think I, I won't get lost or anything. Yeah. Um, and still we'll understand what people are saying around me. Good. Super. Well, you know, so, the Chemokines GRC was there last year. Uh, and so I, I know the site quite well. It's in a very nice part you know, of Switzerland in the mountains. Lots of yeah. uh, scenery and fresh air. So uh, people visiting will, will enjoy it. I think so, too. And I think the next Chemokine uh, GRC is going to be here in the U.S. in Vermont. 
Um, I really want to go to that one because I, I went to only one Kimokai in GRC and I thought it was just amazing. As much as I, I love our field, I think the GPCR community is really supportive and helpful. And I think that very much translates into the Kimokai um, family or subfamily of the GPCR community. Yeah, I, absolutely. And, and you know, we I think we both agree that uh, the Kimokines are the nicest GPCRs. Of course. As well. <laughs> of course they are. Not wishing to offend any of the listeners. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But speaking of of, of GPCRs, um, one big news we have is that this year we won't have a regular Dr. GPCR Summit. We used to have that five days, either in September of Octo- or October. And I've received a lot of feedback from people telling, well, you know, there's so many topics and we don't know which talk to go to. So we decided to create the Dr. GPCR Symposia, and it's five separate events on specific topics. The first one is next Friday, March 24th. The first symposium is around understanding challenging GPCRs, and these are the GPCRs that I call funky. Uh, So class F, adhesion GPCRs, olfactory GPCRs, and orphan GPCRs, and we have a really great lineup of speakers. So we have Graham Milligan, we have Anthony Picard, Ben Myers, Ines Liebscher, Antonella DiPizio, and we've also worked with our guests and PIs to get trainees to give talks. So, uh, and the last talk is going to be by Jackie, and Jackie is finishing up her PhD uh, in Australia. So it's going to be Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern time, but for her, it's going to be Saturday, 8 a.m. in Australia, and she's in Chris Lang Mead's lab. So everyone is welcome to join if you're a part of the ecosystem, even with a free site membership. The Zoom link is already in the ecosystem. You just have to sign up. Make sure that you provide us information as to how you are part of the GPCR field. And uh, it should be seamless. It starts Friday, March 24th at 8 a.m. Eastern time. We have about 10 live talks scheduled. And we also reserved a two-hour period for poster presentations and also networking. So far, I think we have one poster presentation that was promised. So at at this point, we don't have poster presentations. There's still time to submit the poster form. It's on our website. Uh, People can very easily submit their posters and we will be able to interact for two hours virtually on a platform called Wonder. I don't know if you're familiar with Wonder, but it's really cool. Yeah, it sounds. I was going to ask you about how how things work. I mean, I guess the first question is um, when you're when you're when you're soliciting posters that those are for, those would be posters for people who are working in in the in the theme of the symposium. Yes. So yes. so specifically those people. Um, Absolutely. And and you know, as what I say to to younger people who might be thinking about putting a poster out there, you'd be surprised what a good. Um, option it is for for getting some good conversation and networking started yeah. everything starts with a poster quite often so it's it's worth doing um and it's worth exchanging then the second thing i wanted to ask you is um for people i mean typically how does it work do people come for the whole symposium or do they just kind of dip into bits they they're interested in how, how do you see participation based on previous based on previous experiences i think we've had we've had a little bit of both sometimes with would people would just come in because we have somebody, you know, we have the Brian Roth who is also going to be 
joining us as a speaker. And I think, <laughs> I hope Brian won't hate me for this, but he's the only one who hasn't submitted his abstract yet. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, a reminder for Brian if he's listening. Exactly. Uh, but it really depends. Sometimes people come for the speaker and sometimes people come for for the topic. And that's why we decided to split up the, the uh, summit into symposia, one symposium at a time with different topics. After the March one, the next one is May 19th, and we're already thinking about the program. It's a Friday as well. All the events are going to have the same structure. We have space for 12 live talks, three in the morning with a short break, and then followed by, by three more. In the middle of the day, we have the poster session and the networking, and then we have three break and then three last talks. And the May 19th event is going to be around the topic of GPCR signaling and activation. Um, and everyone is welcome to put forward their name for a live talk. Uh, we tried not to restrict the live talks to PIs. If you're a trainee and you have a great story to tell, just shoot us an email at hello at drgpcr.com and we'll follow up with you. And um, since it's GPCR signaling and activation, I was thinking I would be focusing on inviting potential speakers who either work on GPCR signaling at the plasma membrane or signaling beyond the plasma membrane. I'm thinking here nuclear signaling or endosomal signaling, no. which could be really interesting, an interesting topic to uh, to rush upon. Well, that sounds great. Uh, and so it, when you said it's a standard timing for each one of these, uh, for us um, Central Europeans, like in Switzerland, what, what yes. kind of times of the day are we talking about uh, so, for, um, for this? I would have to, I think, it, I'd have to calculate this. Uh, we're, what we're, time no, is we're it? minus six. So, so yes. now it's for me. It's, uh, it's it's half past five in the afternoon. Okay, right so now. we would we would be starting around noon, uh, your time. Okay, so it's eight a.m. EST. Yeah. So that'd be around noon, and we would go down to ten p.m. Uh, your time. So it's noon to ten okay. ish. Okay. Yeah, uh, and we try to schedule these talk. Typically in the morning, we have either the Europeans. Or, or the North Americans, and then the afternoon we have people from the West Coast potentially, and 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 Australia. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, it's, it, you have to cater for everyone around the world, so it's uh, it's yes. it's complicated to find the right time slots. Absolutely. It is. It is. And, and the, are these recorded as well? Can people, ac- can people access the presentations afterwards? Yes, and that was going to be my next point. You read my mind. We will, whenever we get permission from the speaker, we're going to be recording. The talks, the talks will be in the ecosystem available for premium members to watch at any time uh, whenever they you're ready to. So I know that you've presented previously at the summit and you are a premium member of the ecosystem. So if you miss any of the talks, especially in the afternoon, since you have family obligations, you can come back at any time and watch those. Okay, so. that's good to hear. Very good. Yes. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention is uh, when with the scheduling, we typically ask for a 20-minute talk and a 10-minute Q&A, and it's basically a scheduling link. And as a speaker, you get to pick the time slot that works for you. Okay, that sounds good. And just one question about how how do you organize the questions when you've got a virtual a situation like that? Uh, do you do you do you do you get people lined up in a row, or do you have people asking questions in the text? How does it work? So it's a little bit of both. It depends on the speaker. Most of the time I tell uh, the attendees to put the questions in the chat 
unless the speaker says you can ask me questions at any time. And then people are very courteous. I have to say I had to push in the summit after the first two days I had to, people got comfortable and then they raised their hands. There's this raise hand option on zoom and it's really first come first served. And sometimes what I really like to see in these discussions is, you know, conversations that says, Oh, I'm going to reach out to you because maybe, because maybe we should collaborate. But it's it's really people are very courteous. I think in the in the GPCR field, people type the questions in the chat, or raise their hand, and then they can turn on their camera and their microphone and and have an ask their question. It's quite special. Uh, even now in our conversation right now, I'm being careful not to try to talk until you've finished, because on Zoom sometimes there's a delay and it can make things complicated. So it's not quite so spontaneous as in a face to face meeting where you can suddenly you know cut in and interrupt. It doesn't come so easily. So maybe that kind of uh, etiquette of, um, you know, putting the hand up and and asking questions in the chat is the best way to go for these kind of things. Yes, yes. And to just give you kind of a behind the scenes um, note or, you know, vision of what we do, I always have a Google Doc for each event where I have these etiquette and, and protocols listed out and I read them out aloud before at the beginning of each session so that people are well aware of these and I always have my little spiel ready. I read it, not that I don't know what it is, but I prefer to read it to make sure that I make all the points. And to be honest, I really enjoy doing these things and I always listen carefully to each talk so that I can, if there's no, there are no questions, I can ask the first question to get the conversation started. But um, depending on the speaker, sometimes people just jump on and it's it's really a nice interactive session. Mm. Yeah, so it's like being a, a long-term chair, chairperson at, at a conference with over many sessions, I guess. It's like that. Yes, yes, yes. Last so it's quite year, tiring. In fact. It is. Last year, I took five days off of work so that I can uh, chair all the session, all the 30-plus sessions, 30-plus talks uh, for the summit. And although it was very tiring, I loved every every minute of it. That's good. So, it's very rewarding. Yes. Yes, it is. This was it on our end from, from Dr. GPCR News. Oliver, I want to thank you so much for, for joining me today. I hope you can join us on March 24th. If not, on on the for the next events, as I mentioned, the next one is May 19th. And we're going to be talking about GPCR signaling and activation. There's a lot of a lot of things we can we can um put into that topic. Yeah. And um I know it's Friday, so I want to thank you for your time. Wish you a great weekend. And uh, with this, this was the edition, the March edition of the video version of the Dr. GPCR News. Well, thanks again for inviting me. Uh, it's very nice talking to you like this. And um, well, I'll be certainly popping in to see one or two of the presentations in the next symposium. Looking forward to it. And uh, a nice weekend to you too.